From half past eight, within an hour, you could see up to 14 L drivers going around. I live in the estate. Coming out of your driveway, you crawl up alongside the car so slow, you, you don't hear them. You don't mind it once or twice, but every day, you know. There's an endless stream of them, morning, noon and night. And they do it practicing their um, backways around the corner, uh, turn lights at my house. Everybody has to learn. So why change it from here? It's going to go somewhere else. They've got to do it. It's as simple as that. They have to learn their test somewhere. Not all neighbours are happy with their estate being used by learner drivers. Instructor David Langan from Next Level Driving School posted the video of the confrontation and says the learner driver was carrying out a standard movement. Okay, so Josh, if you look where we are right now, we're going to reverse around this corner behind us. Okay. And as you can see, it's busy enough with pedestrian here. And the girl is just reversing back nice and gently like this. Checking around her obviously to make sure, keeping it nice and slow and steady, looking into this road. And as she gets to about halfway point here, this guy then in the car stops back there. So back on the left hand side there. So she panics at this point, starts to worry about what to do. The learner driver can't continue with the manoeuvre basically. Exactly. The learner driver stuck in a dangerous position, out on the road, can't get back there, doesn't know what to do. And then the confrontation happens in the video that's on the page. And is an incident like this a once-off? No, I would say learner drivers and instructors are pretty abused around the country, whether it be, you know, beeping at them at traffic lights or people don't pay attention to the L plates on the cars, that this L plate means that they're a brand new driver. They could be only on the road three or four hours. People beeping at them. In housing estates then, some residents will give out about, you know, cars being in there, especially on test routes, because when they're on test routes there does be a lot of cars i can see their point of view but you know most residents are okay they say everyone has to learn we try and you know keep it to a minimum but that's still probably in a busy area like dublin there's a lot of cars going into certain estates it is clear from the video the man is annoyed that the area is being used by a high number of instructors while I walked through the estate meeting with residents, some feel the location is overused. A lot of the times they would park even outside your own gate, you know. They're not going to move for another five or ten minutes, you know. A lot of them, they're only beginners, so you don't know what they're going to do either, you know. So you have to be wary. So what would you like to see being done? Like, because the, the instructors will say they're only doing their job and there are not designated compounds in Ireland like you might have in other countries. It definitely should be balanced in different areas because they obviously go to the nearest area, housing estate, which is up around here. People have to learn. They could time it better. Kind of used to it. As I say, everybody has to learn at some point, don't they? Oh, it doesn't bother me in the least, no. I'm all for it because it's better to see a young fella getting proper driving lessons than go out robbing cars. I've no objections to it whatsoever. You come up to a junction where you have to turn right to get out of your state, they're reversing around the corner and when you go in behind them, they get really annoyed and try to wave you onto the other side of the road to go around to your right. So next thing you're going around on the wrong side of the road or you can stay there and beep your horn and get them to drive forward again out of your way. And have you at times had to beep them and say, come on, move on? Yeah, I've, I've beeped them. They actually opened the window and do that, tried to wave. Like, and you're right up at the corner and they're halfway around and they want you to go across the other side of the road and go right. And if you run into someone coming around, you're on the wrong side of the road. Could be another learner coming in. They do a U-turn 
right in the centre of the road and you turn around onto the road to go down to your house at the end of it and you have to wait till you go backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Although this area is near a busy testing centre, it is not the only part of the country where there can be friction between the public and instructors. So how are locations identified as suitable routes? Dominic Brophy is the chairperson of the Professional Driving Instructors Association. He says there should be more communication from the authorities. Well, it seems to us as driving instructors study, it's just a reactive system where residents in a particular area might contact the RSA or the Department of Transport or the local politician and complain that there's too many learner cars in the area. There's no communication, no consultation with driving instructors, with ADIs. Um, we basically are communicated to maybe by the odd me- email from the RSA or in test centres themselves, there's signs put up in waiting rooms asking us not to drive in particular areas. And what kind of challenges can instructors face when you're out and about? Well, the main challenges are trying to find, first of all, where you pick up that person. They're paying you by the hour or by two hours. So, you know, you want all the time, as much time as possible for them to be behind the steering wheel. Second challenge is that you know that area and you know it inside out. There is certain areas around the country, you know, where maybe some residents are a little bit more vocal about uh, what's happening in their particular area. I have to say in general, most people, the majority, 99% of the people understand what you're doing, understand the importance of what you're doing. There is a small cohort of people who object to us being in the area. I understand that also to a certain extent. Uh, they have to live in that area. They might have young kids that want to play out on the road. Confrontation, there is incidents of that. It should never happen. It shouldn't even happen once. From frustrated residents to instructors trying to do their jobs, the relationships can vary. But for those who are starting out on the road, do they feel respected by other drivers? I just recently passed my test, so... Congratulations. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was grand. Uh, had to do it a couple of times, but uh, got there in the end. Got so. there in the end. Yeah. And what about when you have the plates up? Do you feel, do you get any different attitude from other drivers on the road? Or Yeah, they're always trying to cut you off and they're like turning right ahead of you and stuff like that. So, yeah, there is a little bit, but now that I have the end plates up, there's a little bit more respect in the L plates. So. Okay, you find yeah, there is yeah, a difference. Yeah. You can notice that already. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's good, yeah. I have my test in October, so hopefully I pass. <laughs> okay, you're getting all the practice in <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel respected on the roads then from other drivers? Uh, yeah and no. <laughs> there are times you might get beeped or... Yeah, beeped or, you know, I'm still learning. So sometimes I stall and like other drivers get mad at me and I'm like, stop, leave me alone. <laughs> so with backlogs for driving tests and a constant stream of learners wanting to get their full licence, what can be done to spread the areas that are used and reduce any tensions? Well, I think personally that people need to pay more attention to the L plates on cars. Allow learner drivers a bit more space and a bit more patience. People have to learn. Everybody has to learn in this country. I understand residents having, you know, cars there from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, maybe, reversed around the corner. How do we solve it? I'm not too sure. From the point of view of changing them around, I think there's that much volume at the moment that no matter what you do moving around, there's so many applicants going through the system that it's just going to be backed up anyway. Instructors do try their best to not clog it up as much and change routes during the day, use you know different ones at different times of the day. But, you know, it's just hard to do. I know myself from representing driving instructors that they're very patient people. They have no ambition to get into any kind of disputes with residents. So we try, as driving instructors, 
to spread out all across the country in all different estates. What would you like to see being done going forward to increase the space you use? The first thing always has to be communication. People need to sit down and all stakeholders need to sit down. That can be the Department of Transport, that can be the Road Safety Authority, that can be residents associations and it can be our own Professional Driving Instructors Association. It's not good enough for the RSA and the Department of Transport to just open up a test centre because there's an office space and because there's parking bays outside. That's not enough. We need to be better than that. We need to be more professional than that. And compounds, as are in other countries, test centres should have everything. They should have areas where people can practice their turnabouts, can practice their reverse around the corner and practice their hill starts. Now, that won't completely solve the problem, but what it will do is the residents that maybe is getting aggravated, those people won't be aggravated as much because that is all being done off the roads.